Hello, everyone. I am Casey, and I am here with Dave. And boy, do we have a very special guest here for you tonight. We have on the line Nicole Matthews. Thank you so much, Nicole. No problem. Hi, everybody. We are so, so, so excited for this. You don't do a lot of podcasts, so we feel very special. No, I... I don't. I'm usually pretty busy, but um, I really like your guys' website. So, oh, thank you. We appreciate it a lot. <laughs> so, um, everyone pretty much knows that you are really big in the Canadian women's wrestling scene, and you got your start in ECCW. How did it come about with you wanting to become uh, a wrestler? Or am I wrong? <laughs> Oh, no, no, you're right. Okay. Uh, CCW, yeah. Um, and I started going to, like, I've been a wrestling fan since I was three, four years old. I don't really remember not watching wrestling. And uh, I started going to ECCW shows when I was about 15, I want to say. And uh, when I graduated high school, I just really wanted to pursue uh, getting into wrestling. So I started training the fall after I graduated from high school with ECCW. Nice. Uh, so what made you were a fan of ECCW, but um, was there anything in particular about the wrestling at ECCW that made you want to train there? Or was it just because it was someplace you were familiar with? Well, I started going to show. So ECCW, and they still do now, uh, mm-hmm. do this annual event called the Pacific Cup. And uh, that's when they would bring in all these names and there is a junior heavyweight tournament. So uh, when I was 15 that year, they had uh, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, American dragon, whatever you want to call him. Uh, they had brought him for it. And I had watched some of his matches already uh, on the, on the Indies, other parts of the uh, wrestling scene. And I really wanted to see him live. So that was the initial reason why I went, because I heard that he was on the card. And then uh, I was hooked after that. Daniel Bryan is awesome. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I'm like, I, I have a little Pacific Northwest pride because he's from Washington. I'm like, that's basically British Columbia. Almost, right? <laughs> yeah, <thing>. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, was was ECCW kind of like the only game in town in your area? Yeah. Uh, right now it's a little more expanded, but uh, it, it was the only company that ran regularly at that time. Like there'd be other promotions. I kind of do one-off shows, but it'd be using the same talent as ECCW. When you started uh, training with ECCW, who were like some of the women that were in the company at the time? Uh, literally only Rebecca Knox, AKA Becky Lynch. <laughs> she was the only active woman's wrestler at the time. Uh, the only, there was one other girl who had just stopped wrestling right before I started. Her name was Mischievous, which that's a cute pun, I guess. She, <laughs> she, uh, her name was a little more impressive than her wrestling ability. No, no relation, no relation to mischief though. Right. Yeah. I, I always <laughs> thought that was a little odd. I'm like, mm, I think I know where you got your name from. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you mentioned, Becky Lynch, Rebecca Knox, um, you got to work with her a lot in your early career. What was it like being in the ring with her and kind of training with her? She was amazing. So she would, like, not only did I have my first match against her, but she also would come to training sometimes. And she just, 
like at the time, I was just like, oh my gosh, the Rebecca Knox, because I really liked watching her wrestle uh, before I started training. And it was just like really cool for her to come in because she was so talented. And it's funny because back then I was like, oh, she's so experienced, but really she was my age. And I started when I was, I started training when I was 18. So she started quite young and she was, I think three years in at that point. But to me, like she was so experienced and so awesome and so good. And like, I just felt like I learned a lot from her and I definitely like, like my wrestling career definitely wouldn't have started out as well as it did without having to wrestle her first and being able to train with her. Yeah. I feel like she's really knowledgeable in the ring and so, so good. So good. Yeah. And it's funny because like, I, you know, I know, WWE kind of TV wrestling is a bit different, like where you have to have like a lot of signature moves and like a set, you know, there's not as much time to play around mm-hmm. and to chain wrestle like re- Matt wrestling in the beginning, but she is so talented at that. And uh, like, I hope she gets to show it off someday a little more. Uh, but like, I learned so much of that aspect of wrestling from her. Yeah. She's incredible. So, um, Another big name that you got to wrestle early on in your career is Ivory. How was it stepping into the ring with her? I feel like she's such a good wrestler and a legend that doesn't get enough talked about, you know? I I agree. Um, it's so funny when I look back at the first year of my career, I got so many good opportunities that not many people get. And uh, wrestling Ivory was awesome. She was so energetic and so easy to work with. And one of the uh, matches I had with her, maybe the only match I had with her, it was a triple threat match between me, her, and Veronica Vice, who I uh, started with. Uh, we trained together and debuted around the same time, and she's still my best friend to this day. So, uh, obviously, that, that worked out well. Uh, but we were uh, doing a three-way match, and she was just so willing to do everything with us and so enthusiastic to work with us. And we were so green and I like, had no business being in the ring with her yet, but she was so nice and so helpful. Yeah, she seems really, like, such a fun person. <laughs> yeah, and what how you see her, like, on TV or interviews, that's how she is in real life. Like, there's no fakeness there. Like, that's how, that's what my experience with her was, for sure. That was awesome. That's awesome. You, you also got to wrestle Natty Nightheart pretty early yes. on. That had yes. to be awesome. Yes, and it was, again, that first year. <laughs> it was amazing looking back at it. And uh, she, again, like, same as Ivory, like me, because me and Veronica, we both worked the same people, right? And yeah. so we both worked with her. And, again, like, for someone, how for how new we were and how green we were, like, Natty was so awesome. And, like, and she gave a different perspective, too, because she was – really experienced at that point and came from like a different, you know, kind of a different territory than us and had different upbringing and been to Japan at that point. So it was really awesome to learn from her. And uh, again, like she also like just gave us so much. It was so generous. (laughs) And I I just remember like I was, uh, I went to Calgary to wrestle her in one of her last indie matches before she got uh, signed to WWE. And I was working heel against her in Calgary, obviously, because no one's going to do Natty <laughs> yeah. Nightheart yeah, yeah. against a random person coming in. And I just remember her being like, you're doing so good. And, like, 
tell, like encouraging me while I'm like beating her up. And I'm like, okay, good. I'm glad I'm not screwing this up completely. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you said you were very familiar and started with Veronica Vice. You and her <laughs> were a part of a three-way match with Natty Neidhart and you won the NWA ECW Supergirls title. How was that? It, that was a great experience. I just, like, I, I'm really glad it's not called the Supergirls title anymore, though, because right, I really right. hate that name. Okay. But, <laughs> it's a TV show, though. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Is it, like a, is it a cartoon? or? No, no, it's like on, you know, it's, it's like, um, you know, you got the Arrow, you got, you know, all those DC, the Flash, and then you got Supergirl now. <laughs> Oh, oh, super, okay, yeah, no, that yeah. is, I think if that TV show was around back then, maybe I wouldn't have been so... There was a really bad name. movie in the 80s called Supergirl, but... <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was a great experience. I remember, uh, I, I forget why, but it was, like, I had pinned Natty to win the belt, and I had hit her with my, like, the roll the dice move that I do. I remember Michelle Starr, who was the owner of the company, and he was one of my trainers. He was like, wow, you're really lucky she took that from you. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> Natty was always so unselfish and so great and really encouraging. Yeah, she seems to be very much that way and very encouraging of newer girls. Yeah, still is. Like, she, yeah. like I've seen her, you know, a handful of times since. I'm pretty good. Like, I'm really good friends with her uh, cousin. Lindsay. So I, when she's in town, I get to see her sometimes and she's still so nice. Oh, so awesome. I'm glad, to, good to see that the business doesn't change a lot of everybody. Right. Right. right definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we spoke a little bit about Veronica Vice. You started training with her and you had plenty of matches against her very early on in your career. Um, Oof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was it basically because you're the only two women pretty much other than yeah. like the, you know, the, yeah the uh, special guests that you would bring in. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like we, we had like some girls who were like come in for a bit and then leave, come in for a bit and leave. Uh, but until, uh, Tenille, uh, Emma, until she came to UCCW, she stayed for a while. But before then it was just basically me and Veronica. Uh, we like Penny Lane was there for a bit and she was awesome, but she didn't, uh, she didn't, she wasn't wrestling for longer than a year, I want to say, with us. Maybe even less. Uh, but, yeah, so me and Veronica wrestled each other a lot because we were the only two for a while. Did, did it ever get boring because, you know, wrestling the same person over and over again? Or did you just change it up enough every match where it was always fun to wrestle her? We tried our best to change it. It was always fun to wrestle her, and we tried our best to change it every time. Uh, what we started doing, which I'm – probably years have come off my career because of it is that we we always wanted to try like crazy uh crazy double downs basically so we would do like superplexes in these like random like 50 person shows <laughs> like and it was just like why why are we doing this but we we're just like oh we'll we'll bring it up a notch from what we did last time I remember we did like a back suplex off the top rope once and like, we're just like, okay, we got to bring it down after that because that was super scary. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh Speaking goodness. of scary matches, you, you brought up Emma. I know you wrestled her in a tables match. 
Yeah. Well, it was more scary for her because I think she took all the big bumps in that one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was super fun. Uh, I, I remember that being one of my favorite matches with her. Uh, we yeah, we had a obviously me and her worked a lot too because when she came now there's only three girls so like you're still wrestling the same people over and over again and I, I that was one of my favorite matches I had with her was that tables match yeah, probably I mean, because she mostly took all the big bombs <laughs> <laughs> like I mentioned earlier I, I feel like you're you wrestled half the WWE roster in your first couple of years oh my gosh tell me about it like you you like you're looking at you know some of the girls coming in now too and I'm like, oh, yeah, check, check, check. Right. <laughs> the developmental, I think that four-way match, like there's a, yeah, some sort of four-way match. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I wrestled all these girls <laughs> at one time or another. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's uh, it's great to see, like, all those awesome people succeeding and getting signed and everything. It's a great time to yeah. be a women's wrestling fan, for sure. I definitely. Now, so much. Um, now, you were wrestling all these women. Now, because there was only a few women to wrestle, you wrestled some guys during this time, too, right? So, was mm-hmm. intergender wrestling something you were totally okay with from the get-go and had no problem wrestling guys? Yeah, I pushed it pretty hard, uh, both because I kind of had two, like, mini, like, I had, like, a mini run earlier in my career of doing intergender, and then I, I've been doing it now for, like, five years pretty consistently in ACCW. Uh, but I pushed for it cause like I was always comfortable with it. Like I trained with, like there's a big class of us who trained together. So I was used to working with guys and like, I just thought it was like a cool dynamic. And like, I was, you know, you get bored of wrestling the same people, even if you try to do all these crazy suplexes in a match together, <laughs> you still want to mix it up once in a while and try something different. So yeah, I definitely pushed for it and I was very comfortable with it. Yeah, it looks like pretty early in your career you got to wrestle with Kyle O'Reilly, which had to be pretty fun. Oh my goodness, that was like me. Like we had a mixed tag match we did a few times. It was me and Sid Silem versus Kyle O'Reilly and Veronica, and because uh, we all trained together, so we were yeah. all buddies. Uh, yeah, Kyle, uh, Kyle was six months ahead of us, but we were we all came from the same training school, and that was super fun. And back, so funny story about that tag match. Uh, we did it a few times, but we. Like, we were just doing whatever, like, thinking, you know, we, people were like, oh, you guys are getting great reactions. That's great. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so we were like, oh, this is this is a pretty good match. We're, doing, we're feeling pretty good about ourselves. And then there was one show in Vancouver where they brought in uh, Brian Danielson, and which we're, we're just like, oh, this is great. Like, hopefully you can watch our match and let us know, like, some, you know, give us some critiques or some advice. So he watched the match and... He, afterwards, he's like, okay, so, because me and Sid were heels and Kyle and Veronica were faces, but me and Kyle always had a lot of interaction in the matches together. So he, I remember him turning to Kyle. He's like, you can't just hit a girl for no reason. That doesn't make sense. And we're just like, well, I'm a heel, though, and he's a face. Like, we didn't think of that gender dynamic at all. And, like, so someone who just was coming in for the first time and seeing this was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, pump the brakes a little with that one. Because <laughs> he was, like, like he was striking me. Like, I, like it was it was pretty funny watching back. You're like, oh, yeah, no, I would have yelled at us, too, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, also, pretty early on in your career, you got to wrestle – for Shimmer, and you're still a part of Shimmer, but you got brought in mm-hmm. very early in your career. How was that? Was it um, nerve-wracking, overwhelming? 
Oh, so nerve wracking. So I had uh, submitted because there was some sort of open, open casting or something. I don't like he had put it out. I forget. I forget how it was advertised, but I sent in uh, a DVD. Um, like I, w- I want to say December two thousand six. Like so, within my first year of wrestling, and so obviously, like none of the matches on there. It'd be like, oh yeah, let's bring this girl in. Like there wasn't anything too impressive on there. But I put all those matches that I had, like with Natty and Ivory and all the and like Rebecca and all that. Uh, so he gave me feedback. He's like, oh, keep working. Like we'll give you a call in the future. Blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, so in a couple years. And then yeah, randomly in the fall of two thousand seven, he needed a tag team partner for Porsche because he wanted to build the tag team division. So um, I, I didn't like, I knew of Porsche, but I hadn't met her before Shimmer. And uh, I, the only person I had known before I went to Shimmer was Nathan Kong because I just did a show with her in September, like the month before that. Uh, Cause she, she was brought up to Vancouver for a Supergirls show. Uh, so that was literally the only person I knew in the locker room walking in. So it was uh, not a bad person to have as a as a friend, though, going in. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty nerve-wracking because I really looked up to all those girls. And I thought that there was – like, I used to um, – when I was a fan, I remember I like, contacted – I fought, like, a Best of IWA Mid-South Women's Division, like, VHS tape to, to age myself a bit uh, from a tape dealer. And – a tape dealer like that ages me quite a bit right there <laughs> tape trader right yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 that's very early 2000s or late 90s right not not yeah. um yeah anyways I did the same thing, so I know okay about good it. okay good so you're a little older too that's yeah. <laughs> we can be old together uh so I uh I so I'd watch like Sarah Del Rey and Daisy Hayes and Mischief and Lacey and Rain and I had watched all them on those tapes and so coming into a locker room with them, I'm like, whoa, I've made it. <laughs> like, it was pretty intimidating. So it's just basically pure luck that you got tagged up with Porsche. Yeah. And man, what is, I mean, it, it, I would say, you know, when you, when when a fan thinks of Shimmer, honestly, the Canadian Ninjas have to be like one of the first things you think about. Because yeah. you guys tagged for about, what, eight years in Shimmer? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was... I mean, just amazing like it, it, it's like it's crazy that someone you could just be paired up with someone randomly and just like, have instant chemistry with them yeah. like we were friends immediately and uh like <laughs> thank god for dave for introducing me to one of my best friends you know <laughs> yeah. uh it, it, yeah it just cra- it's just crazy and it's like it never it was never not fun to team with her and to and i'm glad i got to share like so many of my best memories in wrestling with her. Yeah, the one thing I didn't know until today, because I was researching, I didn't under realize ninjas actually stood for something. Oh, yeah. National, international <laughs> nation, nation of, of jalapeno awesomeness. awesomeness. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Who came up with that? Oh, we did together in Vancouver one time. We were like, okay, we want to be ninjas, but we have to come up with an acronym. So the first day we did come up with national international first, because that's hilarious. And then uh, we're like, okay, what's a J word? So we, and then we need awesomeness. So we had a few key words already in mind. So we just needed to fill in the blanks. That's so funny. It still blows my mind that you never like knew each other before you teamed up at Shimmer because you guys, like you said, had awesome chemistry and 
Yeah, like, yeah. From the I agree. Match, we, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, from the first match <laughs> on, like, you guys just clicked, and that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, and we, again, like, we clicked just as well, if not better, in, like, real life, you know, yeah. uh, outside of the ring, too. I still, like, we never have lived close to each other, but we always keep in contact and everything. So, yeah, she she's amazing. She is, a, she is like, such... Like, we always kind of would joke, like, she'd be the brains and I'd be, like, the athleticism of the team. Cause she just, I'm like, I'll just do the moves. That's fine. You can come up with all, like, the cool storylines and, the like, the promos. I'll follow your lead because she's an amazing promo. Oh, yeah. And she just has such a, like, cool mind for the business, you know. She's so good at getting the most out of everything. Yeah, I've never seen someone in, in all of wrestling, really, have the crowd hate her so much. Yeah. Because a lot right? of times, you know, a lot of times the bad guy, you start respecting the bad guy because they're so good, and then you start yeah. wanting to cheer the bad guy, but not Portia. I mean, obviously there's always going to be a few people, but Portia, like, she just had that talent where everything she did, you just wanted to hate her more and more. <laughs> oh, completely agree. And it's like, yeah, I think like a lot of heels, and like, I'm probably guilty of it in some respects as well, yeah. but... They kind of do that wink thing, you know. They're just yeah. like, yeah, hate me, wink, wink, but really <laughs> like me. She never did that. And it's funny because, like, I, when I, like, just a like, little side note, like, when I first started, um, I remember, like, I was, like, I was, a, like I, I was told I wouldn't be a good heel because of my appearance because I was too young looking. But, <laughs> like, it's just, like, between me and Veronica, one of us had to be a heel, one of us had to be a baby face, so... I ended up, I was a better heel, like a training and stuff. So I ended up doing that. But like, she looks like such a baby face. Like yeah. literally yeah. she has a baby yeah. face, yeah. right? Like she is very mm-hmm. young looking First, So someone with like that look who like, you would be like, well, that look works, works against you to be a hated person. Like that, like never was even a problem with her. Cause she was just so hateable in the brain. <laughs> like it didn't matter that she like looked like this young, nice person. Like, it was like, no, she's just a despicable human. So we just all want to boo her anyways. Yeah. And I always loved on commentary at Shimmer how they were like, oh, Nicole's and Portia's mom had to sign a permission slip or something for them yeah. to be here all the time. That was always so funny. Yeah. She's, she's kept her youthful looks a little. I think mine have, uh, I think I'm looking a little more my age now. But back then, I definitely looked like I was 14 when I first debuted at Shimmer. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. But um, in Shimmer, you faced a lot of good tag teams early on. Um, the Experience, the International Home Wrecking Crew, the Pink Ladies, mm-hmm. Ashley and Nevaeh. I don't think they ever had an official team name. But um, Yeah, I don't think they did either. Yeah. I think they were just <laughs> Ashley and Nevaeh. <laughs> yeah, but um, you got to wrestle in the big gauntlet match to crown the first tag team champions. What was it like to be involved in that huge match? It, it was interesting planning it because, like, because, you know, tag wrestling sometimes can be a little, for like, really stick to a formula. So, like, it was interesting to have, like, these four or five tag matches in a row and trying to make them all seem very unique from each other. I don't remember how good of a job we did, but uh, I remember our two matches, we got lucky because we, we faced two completely different teams. So that was good. Like we faced um, Madison and Jesse yeah. uh, as the Pink Ladies, and then in their debut, and then we uh, faced, I believe, Lefisto and Jen Blake. 
So those are two quite different teams. So it, it was it was an interesting experience. So to make sure no one was like doing the same beginning or you know doing yeah. the same like stereotypical tag spots. And no one really does tag gauntlet matches. That's not a common thing. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I still don't know if that was the way to go. But, you know, it's like eight years later, so I guess you can't live in regret for that long. <laughs> but it wasn't too long after that you you beat uh, Ashley and Nevaeh for the titles. Mm-hmm. That had to be, you know, I mean, having a title in Shimmer had to have been really cool. That was pretty cool. That was a really cool feeling. And to be able to, like, do it with my friend, too, you know, to, like, that meant a lot. And it was just, it was fun. It was super fun. And we got to face some really cool tag teams uh, during that reign. Uh, I'm just saying, like, it's funny because, like, we did two different title reigns. So they kind of blend together in my head a bit, like, unless I was, like, looking at the history of it. But, like, super fun. Like, we, we had some... Real good, ma- real fun matches against people. You were probably involved. Now, this wasn't your first time. The second title ran. You were probably involved in my favorite Shimmer match of all time. Uh, I believe it was volume 48. It was the four-way uh-huh. with Courtney and Sarah. Oh, yeah. And that was such a fun match. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that, 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 that whole angle with uh, Courtney and Sarah is still like my all-time favorite thing in wrestling, I think. Uh, even the promo uh, Sarah had with you was hilarious backstage. I loved that whole sequence of promos with uh, Sarah trying to find a tag partner and like, and Rush was like hilarious on it. Like, cause, cause Rush is such good, like comedic timing. And she's like, obviously very good at like character based uh, type of like promos or skit or like backstage skits or in ring. Like, that's her, definitely her, like, a huge strength of hers compared to a lot of people. And Sarah was such a good straight person to just be like, what is going on right now? But also has a great dry sense of humor. So, yeah, I loved those uh, sequences. She did, I'm trying to remember exactly. She did one with, like, me, and that was really funny. Uh, she did one with Melissa, I think, and that was yeah. really, that was pretty good, too. And she even yeah. did one with Lacey in the parking lot. Oh, that was the other one. Thank you. Yeah. That was- <laughs> Yeah, it's, that was it's really on, yeah it's, I still watch it every now and then. I'll go on YouTube and watch it just because it's so awesome. Um, yeah. But yeah, but but yeah, unfortunately, you lost the titles in that match. But you, did. You, you did regain them pretty quickly after that, though. <laughs> uh, you got to wrestle for uh, Femme Fatales in Montreal. Mm-hmm. And now that was, I believe, your second show, if I'm not mistaken. You've wrestled there before. Yeah, I've wrestled there a couple times, or a few yeah. times, uh yeah, and I think like that, we faced, we did two matches that night, I think. We faced like Cherry Bomb and Sweet Cherie first, and then we did that match with Rush, because it wasn't really much of a match. We just slammed yeah. her up and got the title, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing you were there, I guess. Take yeah, right? Second. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I mean, you don't really wrestle much on the East Coast. I mean, I guess those flights cost a lot, but. Uh, yeah, that's really the main thing at the end of the day is like living in Vancouver. I love living in Vancouver. It is, uh, and like, I have a great like life over here and like, I really like the wrestling scene over here too. Like we have a really good group of people here, but that's definitely the worst part of it is the fact that it's so expensive to fly someone out of here to basically anywhere. So 
uh, the bookings are a little limited, but that that's okay. <laughs> I understand. I don't, I don't begrudge any promoters for not bringing me out. <laughs> yeah, I've never been to Vancouver, but it looks gorgeous from everything I've seen. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, completely. It's, it's gorgeous. I love it here. I would, this is best place on earth. I love it. <laughs> that's awesome. So uh, since we're talking about Shimmer, we've talked a little bit about your tag teaming. Um, and then you kind of had a little breakout match early in Shimmer against Daisy Hayes. And then you had a no time limit match against her. That was amazing. Like, I remember watching that and just being so blown away. Because I was just familiar with you being a tag team wrestler. So you really kind of knocked it out of the park for me. And those matches made me become a fan of yours. Oh, thank you so much. I loved those matches. Daisy was so fun to work with. And any, like, I don't, like, I don't get to do that type of style of match very often, like the mat, like doing a lot of mat based wrestling. And so when I get, but whenever I get to do it, I'm like super stoked and what better person to do it with? Cause she's amazing at that. And it was so fun. And like, again, like when I was talking about people early in my career, like being so generous and giving like Daisy is definitely on that list too. Like she was like, you know, wasn't, I haven't, I haven't really experienced too many people ever being like, mm, I don't want to, work with this noob or anything like that. So she, she was amazing. And yeah, without that match, I wouldn't have gotten a lot of the different opportunities I got. It's pretty cool in shimmer how you were a tag wrestler, but you also got to do a lot of singles during that run. So that was great. (laughs) So, you know, you never got stuck doing, you know, one thing you you could break, you know, because, because I mean, eventually it led up to obviously you winning the shimmer title. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, I mean, that had to be like, I, I can only imagine, I mean, because so few people have had that title. I, I, I just got to imagine when you won that, that had to be overwhelming emotionally, like to be I, given, given the ball, you know? Yeah, like I was really, like, I was surprised about the <laughs> decision in a good way. Uh, but I was, yeah, like, you know, a bit honored, you know, like it, it was cool that the company thought highly enough of me to give me that opportunity. And, um, I really liked the fact that like, cause I, I feel like a lot of the people who had won the title before were like people who had been established for a really long time. And I, I don't know. I felt like cool about being, it wasn't younger at that point, I guess, but I had started wrestling after shimmer had become a company and I thought that was cool. I think I was the first person to get the title where that fact was true that yeah. they, yeah. yeah. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. And I loved that the first match I had was against the first title match was against Evie too. Cause I thought I'm like, this is cool. Like having like two kind of two people who aren't previously the most established as main event players be in the main event match. So yeah, that, that was really cool. It was a really cool feeling for sure. Yeah. I- I'm really excited about Evie breaking out this year and really showing the world, not just, you know, Shimmer fans or Australian wrestling fans, what she can do, because she's one of the best in the world right now, I I say. I remember the first, so the first time I met Evie, I was over in Australia for PWA. And uh, we were, and I remember there was like a training session before the show. And, um, and like I was, uh, hang, uh, me and Madison were talking and she's like, yeah, this girl, she's from New Zealand. Like, apparently she's pretty good. And I just saw her doing a warm-up. 
And I'm like, she is the most athletic person I've ever seen. I think <laughs> like she was just, I just remember her doing these like neck bridges, right. Where she would go, like you do a front neck bridge and then she flipped to her back neck bridge and she just kept going. And like, that's really hard to do. I don't really recommend anyone doing that if you don't have a lot of neck strength, but like, it's a really difficult, it looks simple, but it's super difficult. And she was doing it. No problem. I'm just like, Oh wow. And I just always remember that memory of her. And then, when after watching her wrestle, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, she's gonna, she's gonna be something for sure. Yeah, that, that uh, PWWA show that you did the three way for the title, yeah, uh, you did it with Justin McKay and Madison Eagles. That was the first PWWA show I ever saw. I discovered so many people from that show, um, right? Like, <laughs> like, like freaking Shaza McKenzie and mm-hmm. a bunch of people, um, Evie and. Just, uh, I, that three-way was probably the main, I mean, obviously it was the main event, it was for the Shimmer title, but mm-hmm. I, I remember, I, I forget who does it, I, Jessica, I don't know if it hit it on you or Madison, she did that reverse Rana. It was on looked, Madison. Yeah, that that was like, because, you know, like that. I, I don't remember ever seeing that move before, especially in women's wrestling, so I, I thought that was the coolest thing, and that three-way match looked so fun, and it was really, really good, and it just I just think Australia has one of the best women's wrestling scenes. I mean, if you look at all the women who've come out of there. I know. How how crazy is that? Like, it's like you never hear about Australians, like, wrestling too much in general. But, like, like, I don't know what they do to breed women's wrestlers (laughs) over there. But it's crazy. Like, they have so many good, talented wrestlers. And even ones that, like, I've never met who, like, you know, all – because, you know, a lot of them I know through Shimmer, obviously. (laughs) But someone like Demi Bennett – yeah. Like, I haven't really met her before, but I saw her wrestle, and I'm like, oh, wow, another good one. Right. Or, like, uh, Tony Storm, you know, she's from Australia, too, I'm pretty sure. And yep. she's, like, she's amazing. Like, it's it's so weird that they have so many talented, like, specifically talented women over there. It's, uh, it's really awesome. Yeah, and they're all so fun to wrestle with, too. They're all so good, and they're all getting signed so quickly. <laughs> I know, I know. They're it's like, there's no one left almost over there, you know? It's I know, like Mad- right? It's like you got Madison, you just have to, you know, tra- I feel like anybody who's been trained by Madison Eagles is, like, instantly credible. I feel like that, too. Like, yeah. if, I, if I know that she's trained someone, I'm like, okay, they're good. Yeah. Like, that's what I think in my head. Exactly. I'm yeah. just curious, uh, when you went over to Australia, did you get to sightsee or, like, you know, do anything cool over there? Uh, I did a bit, yeah, I got to see some kangaroos and stuff like that. Uh, I've been over there since uh, for just a vacation, so I was able to get a little more of the tourist experience then. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, it, it was fun, though. I got to go to a kangaroo. Like, it was like a, excuse me, um, like a, I don't know, like an intro, I don't even know how to describe it, but, like, they weren't, like, in cages or anything. They were, like, roaming free. <laughs> And it was pretty fun. The emos were too, though, and those things are scary. So uh, that was a little, when they come running towards you, you're like, oh, Jesus. Oh, goodness. It's not not fun, that one. But the kangaroos are great. That's funny. (laughs) But uh, since we're talking about Australia, you've wrestled uh, Jesse McKay, Billy Kay quite a bit in Shimmer. Um, I know Mm -hmm. you had a few breakout matches. How is it wrestling her, being in the ring with her? I loved our matches together. we were kind of both coming up at the same time, you know, our, in Shimmer, our careers were pretty, I feel like parallel with each other. And it was just really fun to just go out there and, 
you know, just have like these really good matches with someone who is eager to have good matches too. Like we just, I think we both like wanted to prove something, you know, when we would go out there to wrestle and I think we did. And yeah, the three, I think I had a series matches there and they were, it was up there. I think uh, that, that was like my favorite, um, I don't know, between her and, like, I don't know what I have with Australians, but her and Madison were my both my favorite feuds, so. Yeah. I, and it's funny, I faced both of them in their first match at Shimmer, because they were in the Pink Lady. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know, full circle, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, your Madison Eagles, I want to get into this a little bit, because, um, obviously, uh, you know, you had a series of matches with Madison Eagles. Um, you were kind of like a quasi-team, sort of, kind of. Yeah. yeah and then you weren't. Yeah, yeah, worst best friends, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so basically, I, a lot of your uh, feuding kind of revolved around coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your, uh, Tim Hortons versus Starbucks. Um, now, personally, I'm from Philly, so I'm a Wawa guy. I don't know if you've ever had Wawa. Oh, yeah, no, I've had Wawa. I've had Wawa. But uh, I'm just curious as, like, a little thing. Why is Tim Hortons better than Starbucks? Okay, okay, here's a a, uh, hot take, a (laughs) scoop. I actually like Starbucks better than Tim Hortons. Oh. Legitimately, legitimately, Tim uh, I like I like Starbucks Pike Roast. It's my favorite <laughs> coffee. And uh, the Tim Hortons, they switched their coffee a few years ago. Their provider, I guess, and uh, it hasn't been the same since. I don't like it too much anymore. So actually, I do like Starbucks better. But like I, I, you know, she likes Starbucks. I have to like something else if we're if we're fighting though, right? So, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, just. Uh, Blew everyone's mind, hopefully, on that one. But I actually like Starbucks better. Tim Hortons does have good maple donuts, though. Oh, they're baked goods. Like, oh, tremendous, yeah. tremendous. I could, oh, I I love pastries. <laughs> I, could, <laughs> I, could, I could eat muffins and donuts all day, every day. Oh, you and me both. <laughs> yeah, right. I try not to, you know, not too good. Not too good for the calorie intake, but, you know, okay. once in a while. So probably the most iconic moment from your feud with Madison Eagles has to be the uh, in- infamous fireball. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Was that the first time you ever had to throw a fireball? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not a regular occurrence in my so life. Like, so. you, have to, you have to, like, practice that? Or, like, is that well, just you just did? Um, I had – so when that show, uh, Eddie Kingston was backstage, <laughs> and he assisted – in helping me figure out how to throw a fireball properly. So I had some experts backstage on this. And uh, so I, I wasn't going into it blind. Uh, but it was, I okay, so I don't smoke, so I never use a lighter. Uh, so when I was, because, you know, your adrenaline's rushing when you're, especially like I'm about to maybe burn someone's face off. So there's also that as well. And like I was gonna, I wanted to throw it with my right hand because I'm right-handed. So that meant I had to handle the lighter with my left hand, and <laughs> I couldn't get it. And there was like a, I think they did a good job of editing it, but it felt like an hour of me trying to light this thing. It was like realistically like 20 seconds, but it felt so long. And I'm just like, oh my god, no, this cannot be happening right now. 
Uh, but then I got it eventually. But I'm like, oh, I should have taken up smoking or something before yeah. this so I could get practice with that. It's probably one of those childproof lighters, too, that are like... Extra- oh, 100%. Yeah, you had to like press something, and oh, it was just a mess. <laughs> That's that is funny. But, um, yeah, your food in Madison Eagles was amazing. And, of course, it was about coffee and everything. But um, <laughs> <laughs> It escalated a little quickly, I guess. It, you know, it went from, like, coffee to fire to fireballs, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, very high escalation very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went from this, like, comedy feud to, like, a blood feud, basically. <laughs> yeah. All in one fellow swoop. Right. Yeah, I remember, I think she injured her, what, her shoulder or arm during that, and you, like, came out to challenge her, and she's like, you know I'm injured. <laughs> I think it was her shoulder. Like, it was, because yeah. I think uh, she had faced uh, Heidi Lovelace, and she, Hi, you know, Hi, I always say her name wrong, Heidi, and she, uh, like, it was just something happened. Her arm got in the way of something. I think that's where she injured it. But, yeah, she, so, yeah, we just did, like, did fun stuff like that. It was, like, it was, uh, we actually, the, the how the feud even started, like, at all, was that we wanted to do a heel versus heel match. And we wanted the challenge to do that. And we finally convinced uh, Dave to let us do that. And it just went from there. That's awesome. Um, another big view that I remember you having in Shimmer, um, you and Portia Perez against the Global Green Gangsters. That was one of my favorite views, um, over the tag team titles. Um, yes. That was just such a good feud, and I think Tomoka is absolutely amazing. She's so good. I loved her tag team with Daisy, but mm-hmm. when she got with Kelly, it was great, and Kelly had this amazing come up in Shimmer. I remember she was like, a joke when she first started and then she became this fan favorite and I just think you guys had great chemistry together and it was a fun feud it was super fun and uh like credit to Dave because he kind of let us like the four of us kind of mold that feud and like make it what it was because we did it all over <laughs> one weekend basically and uh he let he just let us take the ball and run with it and it, it was really it was super fun. And, like, not to, you know, I, I would hate not to mention Bryce in this because he was a huge – Bryce Remsberg, the referee, was very instrumental in helping this as well because uh, he, he just it was so good at reacting to people and to situations. And it was, like, it was just a super fun feud. It was actually, like, I don't – I'm not a super emotional person. Like, I don't I – don't, I, I don't really, like, cry about, like – after wrestling matches or I don't get super emotional about stuff. But I remember after that feud, like the four of us shared a moment and that's like, I think I, I think I cried after the, our, our final match with them. That's like one of the only times I've cried in wrestling because we were just so happy how everything came off. And it was just that, that was definitely a highlight of when I like it, when I retire eventually and I'll look back and that will be definitely one of the feuds that I'll look back really fondly on. Yeah. It's definitely an amazing feud. <laughs> so when did you, like, because, I mean, obviously now your moniker in Shimmer is uh, the Shimmer Taker, the locker room leader. <laughs> when do you think you, you kind of transitioned from being kind of that young girl who's just lucky to be there kind of thing to being kind of that locker room leader? Okay, so I'm not actually a locker room leader, though. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> 
I mean, I think, <laughs> I, I think since Melissa and Sarah is not there anymore, basically, I think you're like the, like, I don't know. I've stuck around for a while. I've stuck yeah. around for a while, for sure. But I don't know if locker room leader is the best way to put it. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah. I, I just maybe I just don't want to admit when I'm older. That's probably more it than anything. Uh, but the transition probably from like that to like more established. I don't know. It's kind of hard to say because like I can't. I went from like being lucky to be there to like being a regular player. Like it's probably like my matches with like Daisy and Melissa like earlier on really established that. But then from I guess from like just being like being a regular person to being more of a main eventer. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe I was. I guess when I started feuding with like Madison, that's probably the big. That was yeah. probably a big transition for me. Uh, just that that arc into getting the title, probably established as like a veteran, if you will. Which I like really do not like that word and not like calling myself <laughs> that. Cause it seems very like it's just like negative connotations from when I was younger to like just idiots who think they were like a big deal and calling themselves veterans, mostly locally, not really so much at shimmer. Uh, but yeah, I'd say probably that feud kind of was the one that established it, but I still like think of myself. I don't know. Like I, I don't <laughs> think of myself as like a lead. Like I'm not like, yes, come under my learning tree children. Like well, come learn from me. Well, it's not well, really do, too much like that. I feel like, <laughs> Well, the, 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 I'm sure, though, you've had younger talent come up to you for advice and whatnot, right? Yeah, but it's not, like I feel like it's not the same as like when I went up to people. I don't know. Maybe it's just like different when you're in that position. Yeah, I mean. But, uh, yeah, like I have a group of like, you know, like there's definitely a group of like, but you form lots of friendships. And I, I don't know if I've formed any like mentorships necessarily but well, i don't know like it's all about perspective i suppose so <laughs> so i, I want a real quick transition away from shimmer i want to talk about something that you were involved in that was pretty fun and <laughs> I, i'm just kind of curious to your take on it you got to wrestle for wrestlelicious uh, i knew you were going to say wrestlelicious <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Wrestlelicious. What you a were time. hope. What a time You're, to be alive. Yeah, you yeah. were hope. I mean, I mean, I, mean, I, I know. I never remembered if I was hope or faith, honestly. I yeah, mean, you I were know. hope. Yeah, you were uh, hope. Uh, okay, I looked good. it up. You were hope, and uh, of course, it was faith. <laughs> faith. Now, basically, you were, I think, the naughty girls or something like. You're basically like schoolgirls. You wrestled in like schoolgirl outfits, I believe. Yes. So they gave us these Halloween costumes, and they're like, "This is your gear." Uh, <laughs> so we we wore like. You could see the shorts underneath our skirts, I'm pretty sure, because we wore, like, pretty long biker shorts underneath with, like, these, like, sports bras underneath as well. So, like, it was, like, we're, like, how can we make this as little, like, little, like, we didn't want, because we, we were not comfortable being, like, sexy, yeah. and that's what they were wanting from us, and, like, no, that's, I don't think I've ever done that ever in my life so yeah we had these like we just try to make it as unattractive as possible those <laughs> outfits and i think we did a pretty good job oh so, yeah so you basically didn't really tweak your character all that much other than the outfits you're basically the canadian ninjas right yeah yeah that's what we always said we're like oh we're just the canadian ninjas in school girl outfits for some reason uh yes. yeah yes even sexy though you got to wrestle serena 
there mm-hmm. as Paige Webb, the sexy web <laughs> admin or whatever that was supposed she to be. She was a sexy librarian, I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Hell of a gimmick. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So, so the cool thing about Wrestlelicious, though, even though as campy and silly as it was, the roster for that was pretty damn good. I mean, a lot of shimmer talent in that. Yeah, no, it was it was a fun time for sure. Because taping, you're right. Like we we were in the same locker room basically as we would be if we were in Chicago. Uh, so th- that was super fun. Um, taping it was really strange though because it was a studio audience that was. Uh, there it wasn't a wrestling crowd and they would cut a lot like cut okay redo this redo that so like it wasn't like being in a you know like you get into a certain like flow in a wrestling match right and it, it wasn't like that at all so that was a that was a very strange experience for I think all like the people who wrestled like but there's a lot of people on there who weren't wrestlers you know like I guess like Maybe that was a homage to the original yeah. glow where they were like trained wrestlers. I'm not I, sure. But. I, I think the saddest thing about it was you and Portia didn't get to do a rap. Yeah. Oh, I, I well, okay. So, <laughs> wrestle for years. That was the thing everyone read me about here in Vancouver. <laughs> was wrestlelicious, and they would people would make up raps that I should have done. So, I you are you're not the only one who thought that was a shame. Clearly. <laughs> I think I had a pretty good one on Twitter a couple weeks ago. Yes, that was a to, good rap, though. To me, so. to me yes. The yeah, one, so. Yes. That's a very good rap. Yeah. And I, I mean, it, it's kind of crazy to think someone won the lottery and what they decided to do with their winnings was create that. Right. And, like, not just, like, I'm going to start a wrestling promotion. I'm going to start, like, an 80s throwback, super campy yeah. wrestling promotion like it's just like why would you waste your money on this <laughs> it was very confusing very have very you watched the uh the uh the glow show on netflix that just came out i have not yet i haven't had a chance to so i, I i'm going to it looks really fun yeah. have you guys seen it is it good i've seen a few episodes of it so far uh yeah it's pretty good i think so um cool. you know it's it's interesting, I'll say that much. But, uh, yeah, I think you'd like it, though. Yeah. Sweet. I yeah, I'm definitely going to catch it. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the first episode, but I'm, like, three episodes in, and now it's getting okay. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good, then. Yeah. So I mean, maybe it's a rough start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get to see Awesome Kong in a funny wig, I mean, holding a baby, you know, it's a, you know, it's worth watching. I'm so happy that she got that role. That's so cool. Yeah, it's awesome for her. She's so talented. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but let's transition a little back into wrestling. Um, <laughs> well, Wrestlelicious isn't wrestling? Uh, well, that's debatable. Wrestling with air quotes around it. <laughs> debatable. <laughs> um, you had a short tour of Japan with the company Reina. You went over there with Porsche Press for a little bit. How was that experience mm-hmm. like wrestling in Japan? It was super fun. Um, well, obviously, like, being able to travel with Portia, <clears throat> like, made it that much better. And uh, Sarah Del Rey was on that trip, too. So that was super cool to be able to travel with people I knew. And uh, it, the crowds were, you know, definitely different, the North American crowds. But we discovered pretty early on that they like comedy. So that's good for us because that's what we do. Uh, so it, it was a really cool experience. And I, I'm a little... Yeah, I'm like, oh, I wish I uh been able to go back since, but maybe one day. Uh, but it hasn't really worked out so far yet, but 
uh, yeah, it was a really cool experience. I can see why people like I can see why someone like Kelly Skater like spent so much time over there. It's a it's a really fun environment, and it's fun to just be in an environment where you just have to focus on wrestling. Like that's always that's a treat. <laughs> it doesn't happen too often with independent wrestlers because we all have our you know our careers outside of wrestling a lot of the time. So it, that was really fun. Was it a big culture shock when you went over there? It was, but again, like being with Portia and Sarah really made that, like, you know, it, it definitely softened the blow sort of thing. Uh, but the, yeah, like, it, it, I felt more bad for, like, because Portia's a vegetarian, and uh. I don't think, I don't know how much of a thing that is there. So, like, it was kind of difficult for her to find things that she could eat. Yeah. And But they had, like, a lot of Americanized places, too, right? So it wasn't impossible to eat, that's for sure. So I, guess, I guess that means you didn't go to Ribera Steakhouse then, right? No, we did not. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, speaking of Japan, you got to face Ayako Hamada and Hikaru Shida and Shimmer. Um, I remember mm-hmm. the Hikaru Shida match with the uh, kendo stick and everything. That was amazing. And Ayako <laughs> was really good, too. Uh, what was it like facing those two in the ring? I... Uh, I like I like facing Joshi girls a lot. Uh, Hamada, that was my first match against somebody who like didn't like she spoke a bit of English, but she didn't like speak. She wasn't fluent in English, and that was the first time I've worked with someone who doesn't speak the same language as me. So that was super interesting. Fun. Yeah, yeah, interesting. But it was like she's so good though. So like yeah. it would have been so much harder if it wasn't someone who was so ultraly talented like she was. But I was, that might be the most nervous I'd ever been before a match. I was like, oh no, like, what have I got myself into here? <laughs> like, it was, it was pretty intimidating. Uh, but it was super fun and it was, it was a good, it was a good time. Um, the kendo stick match, uh, that, that, it was really fun too. And she uh, knows how to use that kendo stick. <laughs> yeah, right. I remember the first shot I took to the stomach and I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna suck, <laughs> but it, it was really fun. Oh, awesome. All right, um, so I want to go back to your time in ECCW. You were in a pretty cool stable for a while uh, called Riot. Yes, yes. It's funny because, like, like, like I first knew you from Shimmer, obviously, because um, I don't see a lot of the ECCW stuff being in the states, but. Um, so when I first saw you, like seeing you as a baby face, I was so used to you, you know, in the, as a ninja. And then I see you as a baby face in ECCW in this riot stable, and it's a little bit of a shock. So, <laughs> but I thought you, you know, you did really well in it, and uh, you know, it's you know, you're the one girl in a, a uh, stable full of guys, and you got to do all kinds of fun promos and all kinds of stuff. You were a tag champion with them. Which was kind of weird because you technically you didn't win the belt and you didn't lose the belt, but you were a tag team champion. Yeah, freebird rule. You can do yeah. it for people. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I, just, you know, you want to talk about that and you know those guys and working with them. Oh, they're amazing. Like it was, uh, it was a such a fun time. So uh, all those guys, like I, I've, I Andy, I've met what Andy Bird. I met when he moved to BC, but they're all from Alberta, uh, from Calgary area. So, but I had known. Uh, Ravenous Randy and Alex Plexus since probably like 2007, I want to say. Like I had known them for a really long time. 
because uh, I would go to Calgary, you know, once in a while to work uh, for PWA out there, and they were part of that promotion. Uh, so I had already known them, and I had a connection with them, and we always got along really well. So then when they moved over, uh, they are really into training a lot. So, like, me and them and uh, Artemis Spencer, we would uh, just – we would always train together. Like, and so it's just the 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 um, bonds kind of formed even more from there. And then, you know, after a while, we started talking about these stupid comedy bits that would be hilarious in wrestling – and then we're like, wait a minute, we should actually do that. And uh, at the time, I think I was a heel, uh, you know, being in the girls' division, but there was no girls, really. So I was bored again. So, yeah, we suggested, like, me turning babyface and then uh, going with these guys and just having, just basically having fun with my friends. It was really fun. I've been, like, really lucky in wrestling to just have fun with my friends. <laughs> and uh, that was, like, a perfect example of that. And I, I kind of always joked about that because a couple of people have said to me, like, oh, it's so weird to see you work babyface. And I joke that I've never been a good babyface. Vancouver's just too used to seeing me. And they're like, well, I guess we'll cheer for her. She's stuck around for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny because uh, Portia would work Chikara sometimes and she'd be babyface there. And I would go to their shows and I would start booing her because that's what I'm used to. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm not supposed to do that here. Oh, oops. <laughs> So, oh yeah, <laughs> you yeah. what you meant to say. But um, the other thing you got to do in ECCW, which was kind of historic at the time, you won their main title. Yes. And I remember when that ha- happened. I remember that was a huge, huge deal. Um, and I believe at the time you were co-champion, right? You were the you had the women's title and the main title. Yeah, so I gave up the women's title when I yeah. won it just because, like, yeah, it'd be hard to be both, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that was, you know, we didn't expect it to blow up that much, I don't think. Like, I think we all thought, like, oh, this would be cool for some publicity, whatever. Uh, but it blew up, like, a lot more, I think, than we thought it would. And it, the funniest part was, like, it, it, and most, most of the reaction was very positive. And there wasn't, I can't think of too much negative reaction we had from fans or from like a lot of people in the industry, but like there's a couple of negative reactions locally, which was hilarious because <laughs> it was just a bunch of like bitter old men basically who are a little salty about everything. Uh, but that's just the nature of it. Right. Like they yeah. back in the day, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, these are, usually the people who say that are people who like didn't do anything back in the day. So you're like, right. okay, <laughs> like, I don't really care about your opinion. But that was probably the most hilarious part was the negativity from bitter people who used to wrestle poorly, basically. <laughs> and and you just won the title back a few months ago, right? So you're currently the champ? Yeah, yeah. That was a bit unexpected. Uh, it was, uh, there was an injury that was on the card, so things got kind of mixed around and it ended up happening. So, uh, yeah, this, this Ron hasn't been like as like historic or anything like that, but uh, well, that's actually kind of good, right? Because now it's yeah. you know it's normal yeah. now. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. But the I mean, cool thing is that like that, like we have so we have like a few girls here, but our three main girls in ECCW right now are me, Cat Power, and Christina Vonieri, and we have some other girls who like we bring in. We're trying to bring in more and more. You know, but schedules sometimes don't permit like, permit them to come. Uh, but those are the three ones, and all three of us are part of intergender storylines. 
because uh, Christina Von Eri holds the tag titles with Scotty Mack, uh, and Cat Power is facing Tony Baroni in a big show we have coming up for the women's belt, which is hilarious. A little Andy Kaufman business <laughs> going on there, and like I'm the ECCW champion, so it's pretty funny. Like you have these like three like pretty established women in wrestling, and they're not in a women's division. <laughs> but maybe they'll change in the future. <laughs> but that's so cool, like to have them have three intergender storylines. That's awesome. Yeah. And I feel like too, like when, like, cause I, I do think we will establish, reestablish a women's division in the future. Cause we do have some like talented young girls kind of coming up who don't regularly wrestle for us right now, but they're, you know, we'll book them more. So they will. And I think like, it'll still be cool for us to be part of the women's division, but be able to be fluid and go into those intergender type of situations when, when needed and if that's like a regular thing then it's not seen as a i don't know it's not seen as a weird i don't know how, how to say it but it's not seen as special almost in a good way right if that makes sense. like you said earlier how it is good that it seems regular because it's just part of it yeah i mean in the last few years you've won the eccw title uh kimberly's won the jakara title yeah I, I know lufisto won i forget what the promotion was called somewhere in i think either quebec or ontario she won a promote a title a men's title so yeah. it's, it's I, I just you know they, you know those glass ceilings are getting crushed and you know and it's just becoming just the regular thing now which is really awesome because i mean honestly you know, men, if, if you limit to women only wrestling women, I feel like you're missing out on so many good matches. Yeah. I think so, too. Like, I just, like, I, I think wrestling's just about watching talented people wrestle each other, right? Yeah. And it's like, you can tell a lot of different stories. Like, I, I think when people think, when they criticize intergender wrestling, you know, they'll pick examples of, like, just bad wrestling matches sometimes. And you're like, <laughs> well, that's just a bad wrestling match. Yeah. Like, that could happen between two guys and two girls as well. But if it's, like, two good wrestlers wrestling, it's going to be a good match. So, yeah, it is It is really cool that it's so the norm now. And it's not a, like, shock to the system. Right. Wrestling is uh, wrestling. There's, there, yeah, there's one name in ECW I see all the time, and I, I don't know much about her. I'm wondering if you have any opinion on her. Bambi Hall. Yeah, yeah. She uh, So she mostly works for All-Star Wrestling, which is kind of the other promotion around here. Uh, she's currently their women's champion, but she's been wrestling more and more for ECCW as well. So she's one of those people I'm think I was talking about, like when we reestablish the women's yeah. division, she'll definitely be brought on. And her sister uh, recently started wrestling too a couple of years ago. And her name's Liza Hall. And uh, she did a rise thing last, the rise seminar. I want to say last fall she did it. So she, she's traveled a bit and uh, she's really talented as well. And so young. I think she just turned 19 recently so quite very young and lots of potential and she's a hard worker like i see her training a lot and uh yeah the hall sisters are they're and they're a fun tag team right now and it's really fun to watch them wrestle so like hopefully like i'm hoping to do more stuff with them uh by the end of the year uh and to get some get some matches with them yeah that'd be exciting i love watching new talent come up i always think that's fun yeah, it's so cool. It's so cool. Yeah. And uh, you talked a little bit about Rise, but uh, you've been working with Rise. Rise is going to have a show on Friday, July 7th. Um, how has <laughs> it been working with Rise? I think it's a really cool concept about uh, 
just like trying to promote you know uh, the learning of new female talent the development of them and like the the people they've been bringing in for seminars are like really cool like i just remember i know that this next one's really cool it's like tom pritchard um but i remember the first one it was with soraya and cabana and i just thought like it was really cool to bring in like two different people with like very different perspectives of wrestling and they can like it's just like two two ends of the spectrum almost yeah. with the two of them, and I thought that was a really smart decision. And it, uh, I think the girls got like a lot of it. I know like Liza was at that one, and like me, I got to talk to her a bit about it, and she learned a lot, especially like she because she's never like wrestled anyone like Soraya before or learned from someone like her. So she was like, that was really cool, and like opened up her eyes to a lot of things. So yeah, I think it's a really cool concept. Yeah, it's also the only place you can see a skilled death artist yeah. anymore. <laughs> I know they were running out of those. I, I was wondering, like that was so hot wrestling in that outfit. By the yeah, way, I imagine. so I funny imagine. story about that outfit. <laughs> so I, I had to find the battle royal. We were always planning on me to have that on and then like reveal myself. But um, so my my gear got left behind. Uh, so I didn't have my wrestling gear with me. I had it for shimmer, like, which is a reoccurring theme for me at shimmer type of events for some reason where I have to borrow people's gear. Like, I guess I'm just not very responsible. I don't know. Uh, but, or like the airline, like I, once like my luggage got lost. So I it got found eventually, but I had to wrestle without gear. Like it's just like, I had to wrestle in someone else's gear. Uh, but on that one, like I didn't, like my gear got left behind and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just wrestle in this ninja outfit. And it was like a sweatsuit, like what like what like UFC fighters wear to lose weight when they're in like the sauna and stuff. Like that's what it felt like. And I was dead by the end of that match. It was a scene. I think uh, David Fuente, who's like the he guy. like does all the yeah does all the editing is the camera guy. He got footage of me like trying to get out of this because I had like yoga pants and like a sports bra underneath or something. And he got, like, footage of me, like, just desperately getting out of this (laughs) outfit because I'm like, I'm going to die of heat exhaustion. I need out of this. And it was, like, tied in the back, and I couldn't get out of stuck in it. It was pretty funny. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) This sounds crazy. (laughs) But um, a little Uh, – go ahead, Dave. I would say, uh, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about your uh, your, uh, NXT match. <laughs> and those four forums I got on her. I thought I had her, quite frankly. Yeah. I thought I was going to be yeah. the next NXT Women's Champion. Yeah, that was a really cool experience. That was really fun. How, was that something? Uh, how'd that come about? Did they contact you? You contact them? Did, I was they... just actually uh, at that where they were for extra work because they were in Ontario. And yeah. I was like, obviously, I'm not from Ontario, but I have some family over there. And it just coincided with my visit there. So that worked out really nicely. And, uh, yeah, and then I, yeah, got the opportunity to have that match. I, I didn't know about it before that day. So it, it was a really cool, unexpected experience. Yeah, that had to have been the largest crowd you've wrestled in front of. I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. But it was, like, it was funny because it was, like, people were, we were the first match of the whole night. So people were still kind of coming in. And, like, you could just, like, when I walked out, you could just feel the who is this reaction <laughs> from everybody like no no one had any idea who i was and i'm like hello and i didn't even get an entrance like i walked out yeah, yeah. During, they didn't uh, or anything right 
Oh no, yeah, I got nothing. Like it's like you're a local like, competitor. You are. Yeah, yeah, local competitor. That was who I was that day. <laughs> Even though not really, but uh, it, but it, it was like really a good experience, and I'm obviously very happy I did it. And it opened up some other doors. Like yeah, hopefully not in February. Uh, so you're getting a tryout, you said? No, no, sorry. I got I had what the tryout I had in February. Uh, uh, it sort of almost directly led to that. So obviously it was, yeah, it was a good experience. Can you talk about the tryout at all, or is that like hush hush? It's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard. It's just a really hard tryout. It's like a three-day tryout. Yeah, it's exhausting. Uh, the the people who are who work there, you know, like are the wrestlers who are employed by the company god bless them they're in great shape if they go through that on a regular basis it was but it was a great experience but it it was definitely really hard and that's probably all i really should say about it at this point but (laughs) yeah there's some really really uh cool athletes there like i I know your guys' website uh, reported a lot of the athletes who are there but like that like there's a six five kickboxer there yeah uh, from russia and i was like wow like she was not just like tall for a woman, you know, like tall. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was like, oh, okay. I've never felt so short in my life, and I'm like five eight, so I'm not <laughs> exactly teeny tiny. But next to her, I felt like I felt very small. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, she looks mm-hmm. huge. <laughs> uh, it, it's got to be cool to see Sarah Del Rey in that position now, right? Oh yeah, what a what a perfect person to have in that position. She's so knowledgeable, and she she really seems to love the coaching role. So I think it worked out for both parties. Yes. Really well. yeah. I, I'm pretty sure she loves coaching way more than she ever did wrestling. Which is, she was such a good wrestler though. So. Yeah, that's it. She's probably my favorite of all time. Man or woman, I, she's but. up there for me. She's up there. She's great. <laughs> but, um, a little bit after you had your match with Asuka, you won the ASW women's title from Malaya Hosaka for mm-hmm. Girls Gone Wrestling. What's it like wrestling for that company and how was it to win the title? It's a, it, it's funny because it's in, like, you're within half hour of, like, the venues that ECCW runs, but the crowd is just, it's a very different crowd. Like, it's a more of a kid-friendly crowd, like, a lot more kids there, a lot more families. So you have to kind of, you know, work your wrestling style around that. And I have a, it's actually a really big challenge for me personally to work as a face in front of a crowd like that. Cause <laughs> I'm used to like relying on kind of being, you know, just being like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but like, like a smart ass. Like, yeah, being like a smart ass and being sarcastic and like, you know, swearing or yeah. whatever. Like I, I, I kind of depend on that as a baby face in ECCW and it works in Vancouver because that's like the feel that they have there, but like in front of a kid crowd, like not so much. Right. So, and I'm not a very good, like white meat baby face, you know, like, come on. Like I'm not so good at that. Mm-hmm. So it's really like a challenge to work in front of that crowd and try to be a baby face. Uh, but I am much more comfortable being a heel in front of a crowd like that. Uh, so but like you know, Malaya is—it's uh, really fun to wrestle with someone who's like a different era, right? And who's so old school. So, and yeah, it's funny because like in the last, because I've you know I've been wrestling for eleven years now, so like I'm used to being the more experienced person in the ring for the most part uh, nowadays. So like when it's like completely opposite, it's like oh, okay, like it's, it's a little different for sure. 
Um, I remember she like kind of promo uh, before one of our matches and she like called me a little girl. And I'm like, I haven't been called that in like eight years. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I'm like, I'm 30. <laughs> I, don't, I haven't been called that in a while. That's funny. <laughs> is, is there any kind of like, uh, I mean, does uh, ECCW and AWS, is there any kind of like hostility between the two companies or do they just peacefully you know, coexist? Well, right now it's peacefully coexisting and it has been like that, but there's ebbs and flows for sure. Like you, you gotta have to be careful. You gotta tread carefully because they're like sometimes like they're, it's like not good management. Maybe it's not getting along. And then other times like everything's completely cool. Like I, as far as I know, it's been pretty cool for the last couple of years, but there's definitely times there where it was strongly discouraged for if you worked ECCW to work ASW and vice versa. But it's a little more friendly now, for sure. Yeah. So people that, are a lot more flexible with that. Yeah, that would have to suck, because it's not like you have, like, 20 or It's not like when you live in, like, the northeast of the U.S. and you have, like, 30 companies within, like, a two-hour drive to wrestle for. It's like, you, you know, you're pretty limited up there, right? Yeah. Well, funny. You sound like me from, like, 2008. <laughs> I <had> this <laughs> argument. Because that's exactly what I thought, too. I'm like, this isn't fair. Like, I want to wrestle a lot. And... Like, that's, I don't care if you guys have problems. Like, I just want to wrestle. Uh, so, like, I'm glad cooler heads have prevailed and everything's pretty peaceful and everyone's coexisting. We even, like, like, we even train out of the same, we, we, uh, our training schools in an MMA place and, uh, all, and we all, we share a ring with All Star, their training school. And, uh, so we coex, we coexist very well there. So I think that has helped established peace you know having to share the same school because uh, there's not very many options in like the vancouver area to put a ring because it is crazy high the the rent here it's a it's pretty nuts the housing market and the renting market here in general so yeah we we were kind of forced to coexist on that one and i think it's done good for our relationship as a company as between the two companies oh, that's good <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever like have you have you trained with MMA like done any MMA type training? Um, I've done a little kickboxing type, uh, nothing too serious. I don't want to portray myself as like some yeah. badass kickboxer, but I've done some kickboxing training and uh, I rolled around with a few people, but not like who do catch wrestling or jujitsu, uh, but nothing formally. I like I honestly like between. Cause like I, I work full time and I go to school part time and I help for CCW. So between all that, yeah, there's not exactly a lot of time in the day for me. Like I'm in the wrestling ring at least like two or three times a week training. So it's not, I don't have a ton of time. That is a hectic schedule. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's like, at least it's a schedule I like. Like if there's stuff I didn't like doing, I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is the worst. But. Uh, and at least I don't have kids. Like that would, that would really put a wrench in the plans. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how people do that. Oh my god! Right? Because <laughs> in general, I don't know how people have kids. Like, never mind people in wrestling. <laughs> Just how do people have children? I don't get it. Yeah, I, yeah I'm with you. Yeah, I'm uh, definitely with you. Yeah, I feel you. A fur baby is enough for me. <laughs> I know. I want one so bad. It doesn't work in our condo though. But oh, oh man. I would love a fur baby. Oh my god, yes. So, um, something that is very exciting that you are going to be at very soon is Defy Wrestling. Um, yes. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it just um, kind of just opportunity that popped up. I, I know the 
like the people who run the promotion, like pretty casually and uh, they know of my work. So they message me. Uh, I've heard only great things about the promotion in the crowd. It sounds like it's a very similar crowd to like a Vancouver crowd, like when we would go in front of the Commodore. Uh, so I'm really excited. And uh, the people, I've never wrestled Sue Young before. So that's really cool. Uh, so that, that, and I love her gimmick. Like it's super, it's super like, unique and she does a really good job. Like I really admire character based wrestlers because I am not super like, like that. Right. And like to stay, be able to stay in character for an entire match like that. Like I can barely not crack a smile when I'm like out there sometimes. Right. So anyone who's like really like has a really like complicated gimmick, like I like her, like a Rosemary, like that's really cool. I think to be able to keep that throughout the match. So I'm excited about that. And I haven't, uh, Christina, funny enough with Christina Von Erie, like she's, we've been in the same promotion for a while now, but I haven't wrestled her in a long time. So that'll be, that'll be nice and fresh. And then, uh, Angelina Love, I haven't wrestled her in probably seven years, I think. So, yeah, it should be pretty fun. Yeah, fun, fresh matchup. That'll be exciting. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't get it too often. <laughs> right, right. And uh, also upcoming, you'll be at the Shimmer tapings. <laughs> Yay, Shimmer. <laughs> Yes. Woohoo. Yes. Yay, Shimmer. I love Shimmer. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing at the tapings, but yay, Shimmer. <laughs> um, is there any, uh, I, I know like Chelsea Green will be there, Britt yes. Baker. I'm hope you know, um, you know, there's, you know, there's gotta be a bunch of people who still haven't wrestled yet that you, you probably would want to, right? I'm like, this is sweet. Like I want to wrestle all of them. Uh, and I, and like I said, I just, just like wrestling different people too. Like it's, it, yeah, I, I've wrestled Britt Baker at the rise thing and I've wrestled Chelsea a few times cause she was based at BC for a while. Uh, now she's like just all over the place. <laughs> I don't even know where she is half the time. I think she's based at Tampa now. I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, she was based at Victoria for a bit and Calgary for a bit, but I think she's down in Florida to permanently now. Um, yeah, so, and I'm excited that Chelsea's making her Shimmer debut. Like, that's really cool. I think uh, she is, uh, you know, she's a really cool girl. I like, you guys interviewed her recently, yep, right? Yeah. Yeah, cool, yeah, cool. She, she seems so chill and so, like, really nice and just. She is, yeah. yeah. We, we, I was a part of her first match, and, uh, yeah, she was, uh, she's always been super cool since I met her. And smart, too. Like, she, you know, she like good, like good at going for what she wants to go for, and and she doesn't ever do it like in a malicious or like in a backhanded way ever. She just is really smart and like very determined and a really hard worker. Yeah, definitely very excited for her with her TNA opportunity. Ah, how cool is that? Like, yeah. just because her, her facial expressions are so so funny. Like in real life, they're hilarious too. And like, I get I love getting to see her go over the top with it on TV now. Oh my God. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> the highlight. Yeah, I mean, she, she gets the drink on the job and, you know, <laughs> like, it, 
Yeah, most of us have to hide that, you know, we have to do in the open. (laughs) So so I'm kind of curious, you know, you've been the Shimmer Champ, you've been the Tag Champ multiple times. I mean, is there anything you want to still accomplish in Shimmer or is it just something you just want to keep doing because it's always fun to go to Shimmer and wrestle different people and... It's kind of just always fun to go to Shimmer and wrestle different people. And, like, I have some some girls there that I only get to see at Shimmer, you know, only a couple times a year who I'm, like, good friends with. So that's always, like, really fun to see. And uh, I like like I like wrestling new people a lot. And, uh, yeah, I don't really have any goals like, oh, winning the title again or anything like that. Like, I actually, between between us, I actually prefer being a mid-card uh, uh-huh. talent rather than a main event talent. I, I enjoy those matches a little more because like, you can put a little more comedy in it without it looking out of place. Uh, like I, I, I like once in a while doing like a big epic main event match, yeah. but like I do enjoy trying to do like make our matches because you be little, you, you know you have to be a little more clever about things yeah. and not just like hit big moves on each other and bombs and one-two kickouts. Like you can be that, a little more creative with it. That reminds me of, uh, I think it was volume 79, you got to wrestle Mia Yim right after losing the title. That match yeah. was hilarious. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was, was so really funny. On, yeah, crowd was really on you in that match. Oh, yeah, that was, that was really fun. Like, stuff like that I love doing, and I love, like, working off the crowd like that. And when you have someone like Mia in the ring, too, like, she has a really good sense of humor, which, like, she doesn't always get to because she's such a good wrestler, so she always has all these like really rad matches, and I feel like she doesn't get to maybe show her sense of humor a lot, you know. And like, fair enough, because she's like in serious matches, uh, but she's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. We, yeah, she's awesome. She? Um, she's another one we got to interview recently too. So. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, would you ever consider like doing another tag team in Shimmer, or you think like you know you want to stay away from that because you got you know the whole legacy of the ninjas? Would you be I open would, to like, another tag team? I would probably most likely stay away from it. Like I wouldn't mind doing like an affiliation or something, or being part of a group or something like that if it was interesting. But I probably wouldn't want to be like an established tag team. Let's have a tag team name kind of tag team with anybody else unless like unless it was like a very interesting you know unless it was like a storyline that i'm like oh that's super cool let's do that um but i i can't imagine like it'd just be hard to top the chemistry and the experience that me and porsche had yeah but uh but porsche still comes for commentary right yeah she does sometimes like she's uh really busy right now with a uh, real life cause she's in a uh, master's program. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's, she's super smart. Like she is yeah. like wrestling was lucky to have her, you know, like she, she, she could go into so many different things in life. She's so talented. Um, uh, so I, I'm not, I don't think she'll be here for this round. Uh, but who knows in the future? I really liked her, uh, interview segment spectacular. I thought that was very uh, <laughs> unique. Yeah. That was great. Uh, I think it's, I think it's, and I, not for like, obviously she's very entertaining and everything with her is good, but I also think like it gives a good opportunity for other girls to be able to go out there and practice their, you know, their promos and like get some character stuff over. That's harder to get over without a microphone. So I like, I think like stuff like that, it's a great opportunity for people. Now you've done some commentary for Shimmer too, right? I think you invaded it a few matches if I'm not mistaken. 
Actually, me and uh, Portia did a match together, too, so I'm interested to see how that came out. Uh, I, I know Prezak was a little nervous on that one. <laughs> Is commentary something you enjoy doing? I like doing it. I don't think I'm very good at it, but I like doing it. Like, I, I think, like, my voice isn't the best for commentary, and uh, I, I think I do maybe too many stupid inside jokes and try to be funny <laughs> when it's not appropriate sometimes, but I like doing it. I think it's a super fun time. Yeah, definitely. But um, you've done so much in your career so far. You've won the ECCW title a few times. You won the Shimmer title. You've been a Shimmer Tag Team Champion. What is next for Nicole Matthews? I don't know. I'm, you know, honestly, I just have always. It's funny because when I first started, I thought like, oh, when I'm 30, maybe that's when I'll slow down. But I'm having so much fun still. It's like just as, you know, it's helped me meet like some of the closest people in my life. Uh, I still have such a fun time training. Like we, like we run a wrestling school up here, uh, the company, and I, I'm one of the trainers with it. And it's so fun to see people get better and like have their debut matches and stuff like that it's such a gratifying experience uh and like i'm just i I don't know i guess i'm just gonna keep on keeping on uh i I don't i don't really have any specific goals in mind uh just i just want to continue having a good time because i love wrestling the minute i stop having fun that'll probably be when i start questioning if i should still do it but i've never really have had that yet and it's, I don't see it happening anytime soon. So I think I'll be probably wrestling until I physically can't anymore. <laughs> until it gets sad, you know? Uh, I, like I told people, I'm like, you need to tell me if this gets sad. <laughs> like Someone needs to be like, yo, you need to leave. <laughs> like, this is bad. You know, I don't want to be like Randy the Ram or whatever. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, goodness. Yeah. But, um, where can fans find you on social media? And do you have any upcoming um well we got shimmer coming up i have commodore ballroom for eccw coming up which uh my match for that hasn't been announced yet it's an open challenge so anyone in the vancouver area there's still some tickets left there you go pretty quick though uh defy coming up this week later on on thursday and friday um yeah, what else? Uh, I think I have uh, VIPW for anyone who, if anyone's listening from Vancouver Island <laughs> on here, I, that's a pretty, I doubt it very highly, but I have that, and that's always a really fun promotion too. Uh, yeah, just that now I'm on social media at nmatthewsninja, uh, and that's on my Twitter and my Instagram, and I have a Nicole Matthews Facebook that I never update, so I wouldn't worry about that one too much, but I'm mostly active on Twitter. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for this interview. It's been such a blast. Oh, good. Um, thank you. Thank you for thinking of me for this interview. It was really fun. Of course. <laughs>